You're a substitute teacher and everyone else is getting to the jobs before you are. Hang around, we can help. You're in the Substitute Teacher's Lounge. Welcome back, gang. We're glad to have you back for Episode 2, Podcast Episode 2 of the Substitute Teacher's Lounge. In fact, I'll go on to say that if you set through my mindless drivel of last week's episode for 16 minutes and you still came back, well, bless your hearts. This episode will be much more productive, and we hope you leave with a feel for how you can uh, perfect the ways that you get to the absences that you want and you're getting the jobs that you really want as a substitute teacher. I mentioned last week that I had to fill out about 30 pieces of paper to get my uh, substitute teacher career started. One of those pieces of papers was all the direction on how I needed to log in to the ESOP absence management tool. Uh, I did all that. Uh, I assume that Most uh, states use this. It's a national uh, program. As I mentioned last week, I do this for a particular county in central Kentucky. They gave me the information on how I needed to log in. They will provide you a county code. Uh, If you're doing multiple counties, you'll have codes for each of those counties. You follow the directions on ESOP. You enter all that information in, and it will get you set up uh, so that you can electronically figure out what absences are available to you each day. Now, I do think that it may vary from state to state. I'm not sure, Uh, but ESOP is now owned by Frontline Management. You'll probably see Frontline when you get into it. Now, I will recommend, uh, rather than me trying to give you a link to go to, uh, just type in ESOP in your Google search, A-E-S-O-P, and Various things will come up, including fairy tales, but you're looking for the ESOP absence uh, management series, and you also see the word frontline in there. So you'll know how to get there and follow the directions I assume that you will also get from your uh, school uh, district, and you should be on your way to getting that program set up for yourself. Now, the ESOP program will also recommend an app. Uh, to be honest, I did not like their app. What I chose to do instead was to uh, go to my iPhone and pull up through Safari the ESOP homepage, the online homepage, not the app homepage. And uh, from there, I froze a page onto my home screen. You can do that just by following the directions at the bottom. Uh, of your phone for setting that up and then that's what I use when I'm using ESOP Uh, that's a free tool by the way and I'll get to some of the pay tools later and to be honest I use one of the pay tools more often than I use ESOP now because I like it better Uh, but with ESOP you're basically going to be looking at You'll have the option of going into a school page on that page. You can choose which of the schools uh, you want to be asked to substitute teach for. 
Uh, if there's some schools that you do not want to teach, for instance, in my case, I wanted to at least start out by teaching in middle schools and high schools. So all of the elementary schools, I unchecked. I made them not available for me. Uh, in fact, the tool will actually allow you to either uh, check the ones that you want to uh, be called for or check the ones that you don't want to be called for. You just have to follow the directions at the top of the screen. But that's what I did. I set that up. And then you also have preferences on phone calls because the ESOP tool will use your telephone number to call you when something is available or it will call you when something you've signed up for has become unavailable. Now, I will be honest with with you on that, too. After a while of using that and getting calls at various times that were inconvenient, uh, I actually turned the call feature off. And instead, I've got it set up to send me an email when uh, things change. uh, And that's the the way I use the tool for that. Uh, The ASOP app will also let let you block dates. Tell them dates that you are not available uh, for work. And then on those dates, uh, none of the absences will show up that happen to be in force for that date. So uh, it knows that you're not available, so it doesn't even show them to you. And once you do accept a job, it will no longer... uh, show you any other jobs that might be available for that day. Once you're locked in, uh, you're locked in. Now, to be honest, I'm going to guess that I was probably the same way when I first started substitute teaching that you were. Uh, I'd go to the ESOP app and whatever popped up as an absence that was available, uh, I would accept it. I wasn't selective. Uh, I enjoyed all the jobs that I had, uh, but I eventually got to... Uh, There were certain areas that I would hope to see, and I would want to go there first. But basically, when you open your ESOP page, it is going to show you a list of jobs that are available at that time. Now, it will not automatically refresh. So the habit I got myself into in those early days, probably the first month, uh, I would go into ESOP. I would refresh, if I was looking for jobs the night before, I would refresh my screen every 15 minutes or so, and hopefully something would pop up that I could accept. Or if I didn't have anything and I was that night and I got up the next morning, I would refresh it just about every five minutes. And it was rare that I would not have uh, some type some type of absence to fill in for, even though I was a little bit selective in only doing middle schools and high schools, I would almost always have a job to go to for a particular day if I wanted one. So that's something you can look forward to doing. Uh, there are easier ways to do it than that, and we'll get into that in just a moment. Your ESOP, your ESOP page also, by the way, will keep track of the history of all the jobs you've had. Uh, the contact information for those people. Uh, one thing that I noticed is uh, when once I accepted the same teacher for a couple of times, well, then that teacher would actually start uh, texting me directly. And there's a feature in the ESOP app that allows the teacher uh, 
to put you down as a preferred substitute. And then when they have an absence coming up in their schedule, it will automatically offer it to you first. It will pop up on your screen as a special pop-up window. It will say this teacher, something to the effect of this teacher uh, has listed you as a preferred substitute. Uh, Would you like this job? You check accept and you're on your way. Uh, So that's a nice little feature once you get to know the teachers and teachers uh, start asking you to fill in for them. At the same token, sometimes they will text you and ask you first, would you like to take this job? Are you available? And if you say yes, then they will send you that information. Uh, Otherwise, if it's just a normal day and you don't have any of the preferred situations going on, it will, every time you refresh, it will give you the list of absences. Now, if you're refreshing every 15 minutes and somebody else is refreshing just as often, Obviously, there's a chance that you'll beat them to some absences. There's a chance they'll beat you to some absences as you are using this ESOP app. In fact, I actually got to the point where I was uh, automatically accepting anything that I saw pop up as quickly as I possibly could. And then I would look at it and I would determine, well, is that something I really want to do today? Would I rather just, uh, would I prefer to do something else? If the answer is yes, I would prefer to do something else, then I would go back into that job I just accepted and I would de-accept it. It will allow you to do that. And to be perfectly honest, I didn't do it that often and I couldn't tell that it affected the future. I mean, it didn't stop offering me absences because I kept kicking jobs back. Uh, I don't know that for a fact. I don't know if their algorithm is built to take that into effect, but it never affected me in a negative way. So play it the way you want to. I tend to accept it very quickly, analyze it. Uh, Very rarely would I turn it back in. Uh, Most of the time, it it will note whether uh, the class is like for exceptional child instruction. I didn't take those in the beginning because I wanted to prepare myself more for that. But I did take some of those as the year progressed. So ESOP, it's a very manageable tool. It's not a uh, you know, a 10 star rating tool by any means. Uh, but it is very useful for this, uh, situation of us looking for substitute teaching absences. ESOP will also send you a reminder, uh, the day after or the end of the day of the absence you just filled in for and ask you for feedback. Now I'll be honest, I didn't provide feedback that often just because I guess I was too lazy at times to take the time to do it. Uh, There were some situations where I'd leave feedback. Uh, You could leave positive or negative feedback. It's up to you. They're trying to improve their system. But that is one thing that you'll have to decide as you progress, whether you want to provide ESOP with feedback for each particular job that you've uh, you've, uh, filled in for. So I did the ESOP lottery. Uh, That's what I call when you just refresh and refresh and refresh and hope that you find something. I did that for a month, maybe a month and a half. Uh, I was talking at my church one day uh, to a lady, to a teacher, who in fact I filled in for uh, later. Uh, She was telling me uh, that I was going to enjoy substitute teaching. She mentioned the ESOP tool too. And she mentioned she'd heard that people can get in uh, to ESOP quicker by hacking the system. And I thought, well, surely that's not the case. Surely there's not a way to hack the system. 
What she was referring to is a couple of pay apps that a lot of people are using. Uh, the one I chose to use is the one that will have an advertising banner at the top of the ESOP page. It's called Jobulator. Now, I'll be very honest with you. There's two main apps that are that serve this purpose. There's Jobulator and there is SubAlert. I have seen a lot of both positive and negative comments for both of those apps. Uh, I have nothing but good things to say about Jobulator. It has served me well. I have never had the issues that I see on some of the negative apps or some of the negative comments, that is. Uh, I don't know if that person just had bad luck, if they weren't using the tool effectively, uh, but... I would say that this is going to be one of those, uh, it's just like buying a car and then having your next door neighbor buy a car. The neighbor is always going to like his car better. You're always going to like your car better. I am always uh, going to say good things about Jobulator because it has served me well. Jobulator is something you can set up in your computer. It's jobulator.com. It will cost you $5.95 a month, which to me is peanuts given the fact of uh, you can use that $5.95 for a whole month and get, you know, 20 to 25 jobs for that month. So it well pays for itself. Now, I did notice that I'm actually now paying $5 a month. So I don't know if I got some kind of discount. Uh, if they run specials ever so often, uh, you might want to Google search and see if you can find Jobulator discounts, that type of thing. But I thought Jobulator was very effective. It thrives by working off of its app. Uh, what it does, it has, you know, the most effective thing that it does is it provides you alerts when jobs open. And this is the honest truth. Once I installed Jobulator, it runs on top of it. You don't have to have them both open, but it runs in conjunction with ESOP. In fact, it will tell you to log in with your ESOP ID, which in the state of Kentucky is your phone number, uh, and your ESOP password, which also in the state of Kentucky is uh, a certain digit followed by the last four digits of your social security number. I'm going to assume that varies by from state to state too. That's how you log in. So you log in, you set up your account for Jobulator in the same way. Jobulator, when there is a job that opens, as soon as that teacher hits enter on her, his or her end of the system of the ESOP system within seconds, uh, Within a minute, I should say. I know Jobulator refreshes itself every minute. So within a minute of when they enter that, you will hear a tone. And you can enter, uh, you can accept that job immediately. Uh, I honestly think that once I started Jobulator, using Jobulator, that I accepted uh, a job within seconds of when it popped up, which means I accepted it probably within about a minute of when the teacher posted it. So that is an effective tool, in my opinion. And to be honest, uh, the fonts and the colors and the sounds and everything that Jobulator uses are much more eye-pleasing. I mean, they didn't have to make it that way. They can make it crude, but it's it's very uh, pleasing to the eyes. It's easy to read. 
uh, it will tell you all the details. You uh, click accept or reject, and you could immediately then go to your ESOP page. It would show you with that job. In my case, I've got it sending me emails, so the emails will uh, show me the job too. I actually have the emails uh, set to alert me as well, so I won't miss one on my iPhone if I if I uh, if I if I get that job verified. So I think the Jobulator uh, app works very nicely. So it's Jobulator.com. It's five ninety five a month. Uh, you can set that up as a recurring payment. Uh, as far as the other app, SubAlert, I assume it works the same way. In fact, if you use that, I would encourage you to send me an email. Uh, at the moment, you can contact me at gregcollinssubstitute at gmail.com. I'll let you know when we get our website up if that email will change. But for now, it's gregcollinssubstitute at gmail.com. I would love to know uh, how you like SubAlert. I would love to know uh, any negative comments or positive comments that you have about Jobulator as well, because as I said, so far, I'm not seeing anything negative with Jobulator. In fact, I turned it off. I stopped paying it for the month of June. Uh, we are now in the month of July when I'm recording this podcast, and I've already paid my money and turned it back on because I got to thinking some teachers may already be scheduling off days or workshops that they have to go to August and September. So there's a chance that they could very well be setting up absences for that right now. And the fact that I have Jobulator turned uh, loaded into my phone, I don't even have to have the app open. It will notify me as soon as a teacher posts those absences. So all these substitute teachers that are also basically taking the summer off and probably not checking ESOP that often, they will not know about this absence before you will. And you may get the ones you want even more quickly. So that's it. That's the Sites and the tools that I use to accept jobs, uh, ESOP, which is part of the frontline system, and uh, Jobulator, uh, which is a very effective app that notifies me immediately when there's a job opening. Please leave any type of or send me email with any type of comments you have about those. Uh, even ESOP, if you have questions about ESOP or comments about ESOP or negative things that uh, you've learned about ESOP or even things that you have found out that I haven't that end up being helpful for you. Please, again, I'll give you my email address one more time here soon. Now, uh, so that is a very good way to manage your time. I'll be honest with you. I became addicted to substitute teaching and I look for a job every day and I was only disappointed in my first week. And to be honest, I think the reason I was disappointed for two days in my first week is that I just wasn't using the system effectively or didn't really understand the way it worked. But uh, using Jobulator now, uh, it worked very well. Now, next week, here's what we'll talk about. Uh, as I progress past, uh, I, I guess I actually accepted this before or just after Christmas, uh, I had substitute te taught at several of the schools multiple times. I had one of the middle schools tell me that they had a sixth grade math teacher that would be leaving to have a baby. And they wanted to know if I was interested in, in a long-term substitute position. So 
I guess that's kind of a dream come true because then you know what to prepare for each day. It's also a little bit nerve-wracking because, you know, these kids kind of liked me because they didn't get to see me that often. It was kind of a, like a reunion when I when I went in there. So I started to wonder, well, what's it going to be like when they see me every day, every school day for nine weeks? So we'll talk about a little bit next week about uh, – Using a having a different type of job every day versus being a long-term substitute at one school for one class for several weeks and how things are certainly different uh, and how we can maximize uh, the experience for both ourselves and especially for our students. So I'm glad you could join us on Episode 2 of the Substitute Teacher's Lounge. See you next week. And one more time, that email address is gregcollinssubstitute at gmail.com. I really hope to hear your comments. Music provided by bensound.com.